Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. Hey, this is Trip Lanier, host of The New Man. You're about to hear the audio taken from a video that I created, and it'll make a lot more sense if you can see the visuals that go along with what you're hearing. You can watch all of the videos by visiting thenewmanpodcast.com. Hey there, I'm Trip Lanier. For over 12 years, I've spent thousands of hours coaching folks to get out of the rat race, become an authority in their field, and make a great living doing the work they were put on this earth to do. And for more than a decade, I've hosted the New Man Podcast, which has been downloaded millions of times and can be found on iTunes or Stitcher. If you're like me, you've probably got a voice in your head that just loves to beat up on yourself. And it doesn't matter what you've accomplished, this voice still finds a way to exploit the places where you're not enough. The really sad thing is that I've experienced some great moments in my life, and this voice will be the thing, the one thing, if I let it, to rob me of the joy and the love in those moments. And I'm certainly not alone. I see this a lot. I've worked with people that folks would just, they've got to, they just they look at these people like, wow, that guy's got it all together. And yet that guy who's got it all together is haunted by this inner critic that never allows them to enjoy their lives. Some folks are so hypnotized by this voice that they're proud of this part of themselves that makes them miserable. They're proud of the long hours and the endless amounts of bullshit and the drama and the self-neglect that they tolerate. They wear it as some sort of badge of honor until they're exhausted, until they're on their back wondering why they feel so empty and miserable. In fact, I would wager that most of the folks that we put on a pedestal are haunted by this voice, this inner critic, and this never-ending need to prove that they're enough. The voice tells us that the only way that we're going to be happy is to constantly do more, to be better, to look better, you name it. In other words, it has us believe that who we are now is unacceptable, that who we are now is not enough. But, and this is a big but, someday in the future we could be. We really believe there's a point when this voice will surrender and say, hey, you've done it. You're finally worthy of love and acceptance and peace and freedom. Good job, kid. It's bullshit. It's a trap. No matter what we accomplish or how we look or what we can afford, this part of us is never going to be satisfied. The inner critic's sole purpose for existence is to find shit to criticize, and he's not going to retire anytime soon. We're always going to have an inner critic. So the opportunity here is to learn how to keep him in check. A while back, I had the pleasure of coaching Kamal Ravikant. 
He wrote a wonderful book called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. And in the book, he reveals the process he went through as one of his businesses was failing. And he, and he was overcome with this self-criticism, this self-doubt. And he talks about how he found his, his power. And he talks about how he found his mojo by simply acknowledging that underneath all of that self-criticism, he actually loved himself. He would repeat that statement, I love myself over and over and over again throughout the day. And this practice was the thing that helped him keep the inner critic out of the driver's seat of his life and his work. Now, I've shared this story with my clients many times, and I've inevitably, I just get this like, oh, okay, yeah, that's, that sounds pretty good. There's some resistance here. So many of us have so much resistance to this simple statement of, I love myself. Personally, I struggle to maintain this practice, even though it's so simple. That's when I want to share a little adjustment that, I, that I've made that helps me when I get into a dark place. When our inner critic and our low self-worth are driving our actions, we're not allies to ourselves. The key word here is ally. We do shitty things to ourselves. We rob ourselves of opportunities because we're not good enough. We keep moving the finish line because we don't think we've done enough. We beat ourselves up because we didn't do it perfectly. We betray ourselves. We don't keep our word to ourselves because we don't think we deserve it. We withhold joy and pleasure because we haven't proven that we're X enough, fill in the blank. And this cycle of shitty behavior sets us up to hate ourselves. It keeps us in a cycle where we continue to injure ourselves. After all, if I've been betraying myself, why would I love myself? If I don't believe what I have to say, why would I love myself? If I've been withholding joy and pleasure, why would I love myself? Let's pivot. Let's ask ourselves instead, what would I do if I was an ally to myself? This doesn't ask us to believe anything differently. It simply means that we zero in on the choices we're making so that we can be an ally instead of an enemy. It means we take care of our bodies without berating how we look. It means we take time to play while also taking care of our responsibilities. It means we take time to celebrate the things we set out to do. It means we see ourselves as human instead of somebody who has to be perfect all the time. It means we dust ourselves off and we get back in the game when we take a hit. It means we set a boundary and we say stop when that inner critic is trying to bully us. Being an ally means we know we have flaws and shortcomings. Being an ally doesn't mean we overlook these things. It simply means we deal with it and we move on instead of turning it into another reason to stick a knife in our own back. This is how we break the cycle of self-injury. This is how we build trust and appreciation and love for ourselves. This is how we reclaim our lives instead of pissing them away, trying to prove that we're worthy to a phantom in our head. And also, I want to name that we have to be careful not to turn this practice into yet another reason to beat ourselves up, as in like, damn it, I'm not being an ally to myself. I'm such a freaking loser. I've found the best approach is to find the humor in all of this craziness and simply get back to doing what an ally would do. Now, just watching this video isn't gonna make the change. You've gotta practice this daily if you want a different experience. So start small, commit to an hour of treating yourself like an ally, then commit to a day. If you fail, so what? No big deal. Find the humor and just get back in the game. The world is challenging enough as it is. We don't need to make it harder for ourselves to experience the love and joy and freedom that is our birthright. I hope you give this practice a chance. Best to you, and thanks for watching. If you want to take full advantage of all that The New Man has to offer, be sure to visit thenewmanpodcast.com and grab the solutions I've created to help you play a bigger game, 
align your profession with what you truly care about, and keep your relationships out of the ditch. It's all available at thenewmanpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.